I'm back to my Stiegel Rattler. What you guys got? Uh, I've got a little bit of uh, Empress Gin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Friend of the show. Is the best gin I've ever had in my life. I want them to be a friend of the show. Uh, Empress Gin. Empress 1908. It is blue gin. And uh, Mike, could you take this and read why it's blue? Oh, yeah. Because it's not dye. Okay. And it might be on there. All right, let's see what this says. Uh, this... Blue gin. I'm going to show you right now, buddy, once he's done reading. Listen to this. The label says Empress 1908. Uh, and then the description is original indigo, all natural handmade small batch. And so what it says here is <clears throat> craft. Hold on. I'm going to try this in my best gin voice. Nasty. <clears throat> Do it nice. Crafted by Victoria Distilleries. No, I'm going to start over. Crafted by Victoria Distillers with Miss. I can't talk. Do this one more time. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm gonna work on my voiceover right now. It's just so small. It's very, you want a you want a magnifying glass? No, no, don't give me a magnifying glass. What kind of? That's a gorgeous. I mean, this is the appropriate magnifying glass. You didn't think I had a steampunk goth out vintage magnifying glass? It is for you? so steampunk. All right, uh, I'm gonna describe this real quick. I can't. How do you describe this? It's like it grass is a and rectangular wood. bronzed magnifying glass that is held up by uh, what looks like a forked tine. On a deep mahogany handle. Now, now say it like you're um, a, a particular English chef known for his anger. Oh, really? It's a square fucking. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bronze square with a magnifier in it on a garbage tine in a deep mahogany shite colored handle. And it goes in the rubbish bin. I like that. Well done. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Crafted by Victoria Distillers with mixologists from the iconic Empress Hotel. Empress 1908 Gin uses hand-selected botanicals infused with delicate butterfly pea blossoms to create its signature jewel tone. Our nuanced distillation process imparts a superior balance of traditional flavors with a Pacific Northwest twist. Add tonic or citrus and watch this spirit transform. And what does that mean by transform? Uh, when you add a, a citrus, like a lemon juice, when you add lemon juice to this, this deep uh, blue, Nick, look at this. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's like a deep indigo blue. Yeah. Um, if you add a, 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 that a citrus to it, it turns purple. And that's like, you're doing a science experiment making cocktails. Well, if you think about like what's, you know, people would use lemon juice to bleach things, you know, it bleaches oh, yeah. out color. So if you take, you know, that lemon juice into this, this blue... You're gonna and in the the color of the drink, not only is it the prettiest drink. So a uh, quick recipe, guys. Um, one part Empress 1908 gin, three parts soda water, one half lemon squeezed, and if you like it sweet, add simple syrup, good good quality simple syrup, or yeah. a bit of honey. Stir it up and muddle with a little basil. Oh shoot! It is. Heavenly. Why aren't we doing a cocktail show? We should just do a cocktail show. I, I actually want to do... We, well, we can. We can do it in, in, intermittently. We'll just... why See, we'll run out of steam if we do it all the time. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, it's like... I, I get bored... Well, like, it would be better once we, sit, once we do it video, too. Like, you you want to you do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're videos... I'm gonna, I want to do a podcast where I'm just cooking while you guys are talking. And I'm going to cook you guys a pro meal. And we won't even really talk about what I'm doing. And I'll drug you, knock you unconscious, and then the last five minutes of the podcast will be this soft, wet sound of rape. What? Why rape? What? Not doing that. I'm going to knock you guys unconscious and rape you for a practical joke. That's not... I don't, I don't want to do um, that, dude. 
it's funny. It's like, <laughs> I got you. It'll be funny for the listener. That hold I, on, hold on. Stop, stop the podcast real quick. Yeah. Uh, you can't, you can't talk about rape on the podcast. We can't talk about rape on the podcast. You no. no, and you definitely can't rape us. So wait, I thought that if I was talking about rape with people who knew they were gonna get raped. I'm not talking about. I'm not pro rape. I think it's wrong, but I think you guys deserve it. Well, if so, I, if I, you can't talk about rape at all. So we're not talking about rape, no, on, the no rape on the podcast. All right, so we can edit all that out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, but Mike, keep it. Don't tell Nick it's funny. That I know. Okay, cool. All right, uh, let's resume. All right, keep Fuck going. It. Keep doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, give us a sweet intro. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to start the show now. Oh, my God. It's been five minutes. Uh, so welcome back. Welcome back to Maneria with Mike, Kalen, and Nick. Maneria, Maneria. That sounds like it's in a Christian church. And we're praising something neat. Maneria. Maneria. Mailed it. That one, Nick. Mailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, we got an, uh, an awesome show. It's probably our best show ever. That I, we're it started already. To... I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but I uh, I'm already in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, do you guys remember what this one's about? Oh yeah. All right. So from my spot. So right now we're in Kalen's studio. Yes. Which is where we've been recording all of our podcasts. And yes. from my spot in the studio, I see a sign that says, "Welcome to the Dragon's Lair." <laughs> Yes, you do. And you, Kalen, are known as Dragon or the Dragon. I, like, I prefer calling you the Dragon. Do you like the Dragon? Uh, I, I like... It, it's it's funny. I don't... I, it's an term of endearment when people who call, and only people who know me well enough do that. And I don't... Either way. Like, I think when you refer to me to somebody else, you say the Dragon. But when you talk <laughs> to me personally, since we're friends, you can just say Dragon. But... You know, you're going to have to say, hey, the dragon. Although if you did, that would be a funny bit. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to start that, I'm in. But, um, you know, this was a this was a old, old nickname given to me, and I could never shake it, and I didn't uh-huh. want to. But, um, and I'm not, I'm not doing that to, like, be, I didn't give myself that nickname. I have, you clearly, if you've been listening, know that I have no problem with narcissism or, or uh, you know, self-masturbation. Right. But uh, it's, which is inherent in masturbation, right? Yeah, yeah but like I guess. Well, yeah, but you know, I like it, and I like doing it metaphorically in other ways than just me pulling on my heaving member. Is yeah. what I was trying to say okay. subtly. Okay. Uh, oh, so let me get you back on track here. Yeah. I, I see we're we're losing our our trajectory quickly. So <laughs> uh, So I get that from your wife Alicia, where you know she referred to you as dragon. I was like, who's dragon? She's like my husband, and I was like, oh, what's that all about? But. I feel like your story and her story is going to be a little bit different. So what's that all about? Well, Alicia came in already with it existing. So this is, uh, I could have done it on the corn uh, tour stories thing. This came on the corn tour. Oh. Uh, and it's a tiered story that hopefully will be entertaining. So I was in the band Corn, as you guys know, uh-huh. as a backing member for several years. In the second year, in 2007, uh, Joey Jordison replaced the original drummer, uh, uh, from Joey Jordison from Slipknot. And he and I were of uh, similar height, uh, similar predilections to having fun and humor. <laughs> and we became instant friends, deep, profound best friends. Almost first day uh, he meets and he's like, hey, man. Because, well, uh, according to him, the story was he walked into the, the, the place and 
the uh, wardrobe uh, head of wardrobe was talking to him, and she was kind of like the band mom. And she's like, and just so you know, because some of the band members were sober, we don't drink here. This is a dry camp, and all this other stuff. She was trying to make sure that, like, you know, you didn't, you know, behaving because it was his first day. I'm walking in hearing this. I, of course, have a 12-pack of Bud Light in my hand. So as she's saying, we don't drink here. I was like, I do. And I walk by. <laughs> she's like, oh, that's Kalen. He's different. Um, I like that. That should be a t-shirt. <laughs> and I'm Kalen. I'm different. <laughs> he walks up to me and says, hey, man. I was like, you want a beer? He's like, no, no, no. I'm not allowed to practice. I was like, good. It's responsible. Um, I've been here for a year, and, and I'm going to. Uh, because I know all these songs, and I'm just here for the new guys like you. <laughs> we joked around. We laughed. That night, I, I gave him my numbers. Like, yeah, man, you're in LA. He's staying at the Roosevelt. He uh, calls me in the middle of a poker game. I was winning. Nick was there for that. And he's like, I'm at this bar down the street. I was like, all right, guys, divide my chips. I got to go see this guy. He's going to be one of my friends, I can tell. Mm-hmm. We hang out. We have a great night. We start partying together and, and, and just getting crazy. And we both watch this show he forgot about it but there was a show called strong bad which was on the internet oh i know this and he knows them. they sound like this he's a luchador and uh this is actually a pretty good strong bad impression if you remember <laughs> that's really good too. and there's a episode that my bass player and cousin heath jorgensen used to quote and it was about dragons and it was about trogdor and there was once there was a dragon and he was a dragon man <laughs> <laughs> and so <coughs> there was this whole there's thing. A whole song about that. There's a whole song. Watch Strong Strong Bad on the internet and look up Dragon. So one night after a couple weeks of we had about a month of rehearsals, we were just blotto. Mm-hmm. And I looked over him and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "There's a dragon." He looked at me and he was like, it was a dragon. I was like, it was a dragon man. And he was like, dragon man. <laughs> and this instantly became our greeting. So every rehearsal from then on, whenever we saw each other in the room, I was like, dragon. And he pointed at me and I, he'd go, dragon man. Yes. This spawned videos uh-huh. Uh, a year of touring together where we were the dragons and everyone yeah. called us the dragons. We were That's the hilarious. dragons and we behaved as such. With, I didn't know you were just one of two. Yes. Joey I didn't know is, dragons is my came dragon. Set. Yeah. Um, he was dragon. I was a dragon. <laughs> and we, I wrote a song, um, the changing of uh, my, my old metal band that was uh, in existence right around then. I wrote a song called Dragon Man, uh-huh. which uh, we should probably post. It's on the internet uh, to, for a link. Uh, oh, for cool. this episode so people can hear it's a song about a dragon invading a village but it is based on a strong bad sketch uh-huh. that Joey and I drunkenly forgot I remembered it like the day after and I never <laughs> told him and then like a year in he was like wait wait dude this is like strong bad I was like yeah do you remember strong bad he's like oh, I fucking forgot I was like alcohol uh, and we we had a good laugh about it but this whole long winded hopefully funny story about dragons <laughs> Is the reason that that carried because that's hilarious. As I came, whenever I was on break from tour, like Joey come to LA, like my 24th birthday, Alicia, my wife, helped plan. She flew Joey out to surprise me, and of course, I got surprised in my 24th birthday at, at our party house uh, as they bring him in, and I hear behind me, Dragon, I'm like, Dragon, man! and it was like the best birthday present ever. We hung out, awesome. My wife was there, and she 
adopted that. We weren't dating at the time because I was still a, a naughty little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was 2007. A year and a half later, we started dating, and and she kind of stuck with it. She kind of kept that Yeah, that she kept alive, it going. That's great. Uh, which well, is, we also have the band, you know, we all, that, that, that sort of helped. Nick, I was getting a fucking A, Nick. Like, I'm Did trying to do a good segment because I didn't want to, like, make it a goddamn clip note. <laughs> and then you, oh, my name is Nick. Your segue was, was invasive. We covered your wife, then we moved to the band. What the hell? Fucking cocksucker. So, as I was the dragon. <laughs> oh, wait, I can't say cocksucker on. We should edit no, this part out. No, you can say cocksucker. Thank God, because. That only we, offends people who. Are cocksuckers. Or, or no, they offend people who don't like the sucking of cock, and I am for cocksucking on all angles. Anybody can be a cocksucker. Anybody can, and anybody should. Anyway, Nick, asshole. Um, <laughs> my brother had a friend, um, and he can tell the story, but like he was known as Nick of Time by some people. Oh, and really? During, one of his best friends. And as the dragon, we were doing this band together we started playing music together for fun yeah and we developed this big cadre Nick tell the story actually you're gonna do Nick, this you're up bud cause I'm angry at you why are you angry at me I just get angry all the time I don't know that's fair no so we we started playing we started making music I mean we I guess we booked a show and we ended up deciding that uh, it was supposed to be an acoustic show but then we decided we wanted to cover Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen and if we were gonna do that we needed a band that was Nick's wanted to cover Born to Run. I didn't even like Bruce Springsteen yet. Fell in love with him because of this, but no, Nick decided to cover an incredibly difficult Bruce Springsteen song with a giant band. Okay. It was supposed to be just the two of us and we realized we needed more. So we so we, we brought we brought a couple of guys in and we started playing and we did a couple of shows with no name really. Yep. And Revolving door of people joined us. Oh yeah? Yeah, a couple yeah, like we just, like we, we, we kinda of, it was just one of those things like, okay, we're doing this and it's a, we settled in real fast, and we were quickly a five-piece band, and then we became a six-piece band. Uh-huh. But right before, right before, like we played our first official, like okay, this is actually a band. We're actually doing stuff. We had no name, and so we got really wasted. Re- like tied one on about three in the morning. Oh yeah. I think we'd walk, like we 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 bar hop, then we head back to the apartment. We're watching TV. Like, oh yeah. And <laughs> I lean over and I go, dude, since I'm Nick of Time <laughs> and you're the Dragon, I'm a dragon. We, call the time, we call the band Time and the Dragon. And I looked at him. Normally, <laughs> I would say, fuck you, Nick. And I looked at him and I said, because of alcohol and drugs, that is the best idea I've ever and the cool and thing is... we woke up the next day and we remembered. And, and was, I'm like, dude, we found a band name. He's like, we did? I'm like, yeah. He's yeah. like, shit, we did. It took me a second oh, uh, wow. to come out of the fog. and uh, and uh, But it's just perfect. It's our names and it's fun. And, and you know what? People get weird about nicknames. Own your nickname, whether it was given to you oh. in, in a humorous way or an insult. When you, you know, I call Mike Thundercock. That's not true. I, but see, here's the thing. If you try and get your own, if you try and make your own nickname, bad things happen to you. I, I point to a story of a guy named Mike who uh, showed up this is at not me, the by Musicians the way. Institute and there was three or four Mikes. And so <laughs> everyone kind of had their name. Like there was, there was different ways to know who Mike was. So this new guy comes in and he's like, oh, there's a lot of Mikes. And he, this, he's literally saying, you're saying, there's a lot of Mikes. You know what, you guys, 
People would just call me a uh, Pantera Mike because I like Pantera. Now, there Pantera Mike? A Pantera Mike. So, one of our buddies, <laughs> a very outspoken Boston man, who did not like this idea at all, he's like, no, you know what you are? You're country Mike. And he was. What? Forever. Oh, no. You got to be really careful with nicknames. Well, you can't ask for your own unless you're doing a hardcore bit. I do all kinds of, like, I have a running bit where I'm like, and that's why they call me Professor Ticklefist. <laughs> And that's okay. But no, this guy was serious about trying to give himself. You cannot his do it. Nickname. You yeah. cannot do it. Although, Nick, didn't I? Oh, no, I give other people nicknames. You're right. You can't do it to yourself. All right. So, uh, uh, we've talked in one of the earliest episodes, one of our first episodes about Wasteland Weekend, the post apocalypse yeah. festival. At Wasteland Weekend, I'm makeshift. And I, I actually gave myself that name because. But is I that did, more of a handle because you're coming it kind into of a, is, yeah. a group? See, that works because you're coming into a group of people who are going to to have their own name. So you have to right. come in with it. Uh, right. I'm giving Mike a full pass on that. Or as oh, I like to call him, pass. Thundercock. No, that, that, that's, a proof. that's a situation where you require a nickname and you should try and control your narrative. I don't, yeah. I, I don't call that a nickname. I call that a... a, a situation with a bunch of people and try and tell them that you're going to be Pantera Mike. <laughs> hey, my point. name is Blade of Glory. You can call me Mr. Blade or you can call me Professor Glory. Uh, I only call myself Blade of Glory because you don't know where I've come from or what I've seen. Yeah, I call you Bog at that point. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do to somebody. That's great. Yeah, you, it, hubris... And, and narcissism is not a great trait, but if you're going to do it, style points, man. Yeah. Style yeah, points is everything. So, and yeah, you're, you're fine to give yourself a name going into to a thing like that. Yeah. Well, I also do that, the Apocalypse Post show, so I kind of needed a name for that. I was going by um, Mad Mike for a little bit because it's post-apocalypse and I was riffing on Mad Max. That's funny, uh, Kichi, but you needed proper... But then there was another guy that had that same thing. Mike's a common name. Mad anything kind of becomes Mad Max. So yeah. I kind of I, I reinvented it along the way. Makeshift. Makeshift. Makeshift is a good name. Yeah. It also describes my building style. You are you are incredibly talented. I don't like complimenting people often. But uh, Thundercock here is an incredibly, in, <laughs> like he's got ingenuity, <laughs> skill. And notice how it's sounding more and more natural. And if this podcast picks up, I have cursed you with this. You know what? I didn't mind at that time. See? And that Nick, he's already in now. You're going to drink the Kool-Aid sooner or later. You okay, always hey, listen, do. If he's happy, I'm happy. There, yeah. And now he has drunk the Kool-Aid. I have created a nickname again. <laughs> I am the nickname the God. Created, though, dude. I create all. The best nickname you ever did was oh. Bruce. Bruce. What's Bruce? All right, I know that this is not the show we planned, so we're probably going to have to do a double. <laughs> um, on tour, my first run with Corn. This is becoming another goddamn me story thing, and, and I'm not that way. All right, it's all right. So uh, there was a, a, a semi-established, incredibly talented guitar player who played with Corn. Really good guy, but he came off to me as a bit like bravado. Like, and he kind of was attempting, whether he knew it or not, to give me a little haze. Like, he drove me back one time to be nice. Um, we stop at a food thing, and I was, like, giving him money. He's like, ah, oh, dude, I know I make way more than you. Now, he bought me the food, but I didn't like that. And so this it's kind a of set our relationship uh, in, in that way. So uh, his name, fake name, is Darren for this. And uh, <laughs> we ended up becoming pretty good buddies but in between that when there was stress um he was just pissing me off with little comments like that and doing things and 
And I became instantly really close friends with John, uh, the singer of Corn. And we shared the bus, and he's like, yeah, I used to be on that bus. And I was like, well, you've been replaced. <laughs> uh, just in jest, because he was doing that. So I thought originally it was kind of friendly, but it started to become seemingly a competition. Uh, eventually, at one point, I was like, if you keep this up, if you keep your snide comments, I was like, Darren, you don't have, you don't have the the ammunition to do this with me. He's like, you know, he was older than me. He's like, dude, I've been around the block. I was like, yeah. He's like, you know, everybody knows my name. I was like, yeah, not anymore. Your name is Bruce. This is a paraphrase because I was probably drunk, but <laughs> I started calling him Bruce just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of us, hell of it. And everyone, slowly but surely, I was like, hey, Bruce over there playing a great lick. He looks like a Bruce, right, folks? I was like, it's a nice, it's an endearing thing. I don't call me Bruce. I'm like, sorry, Bruce. It, A name lives inside you. And lo and behold, on the day sheets on tour, the tour manager, Bruce, he came up to me. He was like, dude, please make them stop calling me Bruce. I was like, might be out of my hands. <laughs> but I did lessen up, and, and it started to fade away. But he was Bruce for a long time uh, huh. until my punishment cycle was over. And we became cool. Because yeah. he wasn't a dick. I mean, he was acting like a dick just because it's posturing things like that. And he probably didn't mean to. But to me, I took it as him being a dick. And I was a brass function, brash. I was a brash functioning alcoholic, 22-year-old, <laughs> who had no qualms with getting fucking weird. So Bruce became a six-month torture for this man. So you kind of disarmed him by calling him Bruce? I broke him. Yeah. And then he begged for help, and I extended my shiny hand wow yes huh. that was a good one nick that was fun i like torturing people you know that's that's like when uh when they they start naming prisoners their number rather than their name your prisoner one two five seven no my name's jerry no <laughs> you, yeah i did yeah, it's very you know, dehumanizing and you did that by I calling him another him yeah. by taking away his name and a name that he had built you know a, a, a reputation on and snatching it from him and holding it in my hand in front of him and and placing a, a, a meaningless moniker upon him. Yeah. I would... I, I have no shame about it. He deserved it. He vexed me. Huh. Don't vex me, Thundercock. That's a, that's an interesting punishment. Very psychological, like, long, long game. It's, it's the way it should be. That's huh. well... Kalen is a adept at long-term punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a, a good beatdown is fun for the whole family, but it takes a, an artist to literally deconstruct your world in front of you. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's why you don't fuck with dragons. Yeah. So um, I'm, uh, I'm going to call back a little bit. Uh, what was it? It was uh, and the dragon. Time, and the, time of the dragon? Time and the dragon. All right, Mike, make an edit right here. Uh, so with Time and the dragon, is that project still going? Hell yeah. It is. Is that the is that the country music project now? No, no, no. Nick and I are writing country music uh, to pitch and sell for other artists. Time oh, but that's Dragon. not your stuff. Okay. No, Time of the Dragon is is we we've all stayed together. We all have side projects and are all doing other things. Uh-huh. It is a stress free. It's always fun. Where we oh, don't cool. have we never had any band fights or anything like that. We've it's just a good. I mean, Nick, you can probably describe it better. It's it's something we do because we love playing music, but this is like the opportunity to like do something just as, as viable for success, but with no pressure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, does this have a project page or anywhere we can listen to that music? Nick. It's every, Casey, you, you, understand, you know that it's everywhere. It's, so we, we have, we just posted a quarantine video. 
See, that's what I was waiting for you. You do this better yes, than me. That's on, that's on the Facebook. We posted the face. It's up on Facebook, YouTube. Um, we've got we've got uh, the EP that's on iTunes and Spotify. I mean, it's it, there's. We'll uh, have you links. Look up Time of the Dragon. You find uh, find a lot of music. There's uh, three singles, one EP, and uh, let's see. Well, we've got one video. We co- we have a cover of Bang Bang that we did a music video for. Nice. That's probably our that's probably our biggest thing. That's got. Several. That's got tens of thousands of views. Yeah, tens of thousands of people clicked. Yeah. All right. But where do we find it? On the internet, Mike. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> we should put links on the show for people. We should put links on the show. We'll put links on the show for people. I'll try. www.youporn.com slash HTTIV Verango. I really hope that link goes somewhere. Lycos, go get it. Yeah. Oh man, do you remember Lycos? <laughs> Did you like that? You, you, you and the promotions. <laughs> Lycos is a friend of the show. Are you looking to go get it? Lycos doesn't exist anymore. If you're looking to go get it, Lycos, you, that's what they do. Look, if we're trying to trick someone into sponsoring us, let's make sure it's a company that still exists. What if somebody from Lycos wants to like reform the business? No, it's not a thing anymore. They can re. Our entire mission has shifted. We are literally relaunching Lycos. Go get it. Which uh, you don't even know what Lycos does. It's probably something for pets. No, it was a search engine. Yeah, that's fine. And the it's the, a car for pets. And it was a little dog. And you would say, "Look, Lycos, go get it." And the knew dog there would was go- a dog. Knew there was a dog. <laughs> See, Lycos, friend of the show. Lycos is a friend of the show. They have no choice because. I mean, I got no problem with Lycos. I just wish Kalen understood it didn't exist anymore. Nick, everything exists (laughs) at the same time. Time is a construct and we're made of energy, electrons. Lycos exists just as much as it did when you could search it on the interweb. Yeah. And just like Lycos, this episode's over. Or, hold on. Just like Lycos, this episode's coming to an end. Hold on. Hold on. I can do better. I like it. Just like Lycos, this episode is dead. A man like us go get it. Shut up, Nick. I'm singing about Lycos. <laughs> He's a fucking asshole, this guy. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss one of these absolute gems of an episode. Um, <laughs> we never got to our topic today. Maybe we did we'll, not broach our topic maybe we'll, once. <laughs> wow. Our segue, our intro became a segue. Okay, this is obviously what we're talking about. No, this, nope. this nope. derailed almost immediately. Yeah, we'll try, we'll try mythical creatures next time. Mythical creatures is the episode. I forgot. Nick, we're gonna talk about mythical creatures. Oh, excellent! Like the female okay. orgasm. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, that's it for this uh, episode. Make sure you tune in next time because we got so much more gold coming your way. Yeah, and actually, I can tell you this right now. The next episode is going to be our best episode ever. You're right. Well, yeah, we haven't done it yet. I'm with that. Shut up, Nick. Uh, it kind of has to be good. It, we now we set it now we set it up. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be the first time we're going to be pressured and stressed. Oh man, I'm going to watch you guys crumble <laughs> like an old saltine <laughs> so in a pervert's pocket. Did you just make that up? Yes, I did. Because his hands always in his pocket messing with his. Co- no, no, I got it. It was one of my great moments. That was really good. I mean, it's funny on multiple lever- thank, levels. Thank you. We we did it, guys. All right, cool. All right, thanks Bye, for tuning everybody. in. See y'all next time. Later.